0: reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3, the answer. All right, America, <laughs> it's time to inhale and exhale and repeat, repeat, and repeat, so your blood pressure comes down and you're not edgy and tense. I know you're in traffic, but it's a free day weekend. And let's focus on marriage. I love this time of the week, actually, because it's our world-famous Marriage Talk segment. We talk about what Hollywood hates yet is ordained by God. Man and woman come together holding hands. Two families come together. Two histories come together. Two candles become one in the eyes of, of the Lord and family, friends, and community. And they get married, and we talk about the, uh, how beautiful it is how gra- and how great it is. And, and so many men are like, which I don't like, will refer to their wives as ball and chain. So many wives will diss their husbands as stupid, fat, lazy, blah, 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 blah. They married them, and they f- completely forget those four words that we talk about, the glory of marriage, the sanctity of marriage, the holiness of marriage, and, of course, <laughs> I like to throw in the steaminess. Nobody else really does, but I do. That's what keeps, their, keeps the ears of the radio. And we have our well-famous Marriage Talk segment, which got me in trouble and fired from the last place. And Salem Radio loves it. My wingman for all these years is Robert Cossack. He wrote the book Honor the Vow. He wrote other three other books as well. He writes our content on social media. Happy Friday, Robert Cossack.
1: Hey, happy Friday, Sam. You know, I would like to go just one week without hearing about some politician having an affair. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> like that. So, well, Omar now busted. Well, how- I guess Omar was just uh, Busted. No affair Il- with El yeah, Ilhan
0: Omar. You know what's amazing? You hate the Jews in Israel. It looks like she married her brother, and then she breaks up a marriage. No kidding, really? Yeah, I know. No kidding, really? Hard to believe. Hmm. Profile uh, uh, that kind of profile. Anyway, I would like to see Hollywood not glorify and monetize adultery, and I'd like to see them honor marriage. I like to see CBS, ABC, NBC really thinking about, you can be funny and still promote what God has ordained, Mr. Kozik.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. And historic, okay. History speaking uh, has uh, repeated itself many, many times. As soon as a nation uh, gets rid of the uh, uh, morals and the family unit, it's the beginning of the end of that, uh, that uh, um, I know. So, uh, I know. Uh, every time. I know. I
0: know. Hey, maybe maybe the two of us <laughs> Maybe a few little schmucks can turn the tide with our well famous marriage <laughs> talk segment. It's marriage tip number 268. 268 marriage tips penned by Robert Kosick, a marriage coach, church deacon, and author. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, com. All right, let me read some, and then you comment. Okay. Marriage, marriage Myths. Is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Unfortunately, many couples venture into marriage with several preconceived ideas and expectations that may not be so accurate. These misconceived ideas and expectations can confuse spouses and, in some cases, destroy a marriage. So these are five marriage myths. I'll read one. You comment. Marriage myth number one, my spouse will make me happy and complete me, Robert Kosick.
1: Absolutely. So unfortunately, when couples go into a marriage and they have these preconceived ideas or these expectations, and those aren't met or the uh, preconceived ideas don't pan out, or they think that, well, marriage must be a total bust and we need to get out of marriage, when in fact, what they came in with is just false and just not how reality works. This first one is a really, really big one. And a lot of times couples will think, well, when I get married, Everything will be perfect. That person will complete me. They'll make me happy. Their sole purpose in life is to serve me and to build up this great relationship you all. All of that, some underlying truth, some of that stuff, you guys work together to build each other up and to support each other and all that. But if you're looking to your spouse, an imperfect person, to be your perfect person, they're going to disappoint you every time. You need to really be content. You need to have something different there that says, I am who I am and I love who I am because of these reasons. I look to God and his value on me. Uh, I think that's a great way to do it. But if you're looking to your spouse to always validate you, the spouse is going to get in bad moods and things are going to happen, and your emotional coaster is going to be all over the place if you base that solely on saying they're supposed to make me happy. Cause really, they're not. That's not their job. Their job is to come together as one, and the two of you uh, move forward as a single unit, not necessarily to be there as your, your uh, person to make you whole. It. It's just not the way that works.
0: Me- Marriage myth number two out of five. If it's right, it will be effortless. Robert Cosser.
1: Effortless. I mean, we love that. Everyone says marriage shouldn't be so hard. And well, unfortunately, marriage is actually really easy. We make it very difficult. And to think that it's not going to be—I think it's going to be effortless—is just a, a really bad misconception when you come into it. Because people think if we're best friends, we're great, we're good together, everything should run smoothly. Well, life doesn't run smoothly, and. Every marriage will be different. Some require a little bit more effort than others. Some require a tremendous amount of effort. Some require just a very little bit amount of effort. You and Denise, my uh, wife Kathy and I, very little effort to maintain our marriage because we've done so many years of building up this great foundation. But there is still a little bit of an effort there, and you have to understand that. If you think it's going to be smooth sailing from day one, you're going to be a little disappointed, and that can cause you to think that the marriage is bad when really it just needs to have new rules and new practices put in place.
0: Let me give you this one from our world-famous Marriage Talk segment, Fridays at 8.30 Central, 9.30 in New York. Number three is arguing indicates a bad marriage, Robert Cossack.
1: Arguing is not a bad thing. Arguing just tells you something's out of whack or out of balance. or something that we need to address. So if you address those things properly and you argue properly, you'll actually make your marriage stronger. And there's, there's all kinds of studies that talk about how people communicate, and some like to just yell at each other. That's just the way they communicate. And if you're both okay with that, Those are some of the strongest marriages. It's when one person likes to scream and the other person likes to ignore an issue. That's where the arguing becomes a really bad uh, component for your marriage. That needs to be addressed. But the arguing in itself isn't really the bad thing. It's how you do it and what you do with it that really makes it a big issue. And you just need to dig a little deeper into that if you're arguing all the time.
0: Marriage myth number four from Robert Kosick in our world famous Marriage Talk segment. Marriage is 50-50.
1: This is a major pet peeve of mine. It says, 50-50, I give half, you give half. And I always tell them, I said, well, I guarantee you if you try to make that work, both of your math equations will be completely wrong because no one really knows where that 50% mark is. I gave up to here, so you should give up to there. That's not what it says. If you go back and listen to your wedding vows, it says, I am going to give you everything about me 100% regardless if you give anything back. It's 100% by each of them. And if you do anything less than that, you're going to have nothing but problems in your marriage.
0: Love it. Number five under marriage myths for today's Marriage Talk segment, you automatically grow closer to each other.
1: Yeah, you and Denise talked about this. And the, the key word there is automatic. You will grow closer. You should grow closer. You should get stronger together and have a stronger bond as you move along your marriage as opposed to drifting apart. But it's not something that just happens automatically. It goes back to that uh, other one, number two, that says it's, it's not effortless. There is a little bit of effort there to say we are going to grow closer because we do things together. We talk. We spend time. We, we invest in each other. That happens automatically as a result of all those other things you did, but you have to do those other things first in order for that growth to take place. If you just assume it's going to happen just because you got married, that's, that's going to be a recipe for disaster. You, you won't. You'll actually wind up drifting apart, which is a bad thing.
0: Amen. And I love I love the fact that we've grown closer and how much more in love we are 2019 than when we got married in 1990. I was head over heels in love, right? But then you yeah. think, oh, my gosh, Like I'm even more in love 29 years later. Absolutely. Uh, heavy marriage tip. Now, these are – we did marriage myths. These are tongue twisters. Marriage myths. Now we've got the hot and heavy marriage tip, which is sometimes PG-13, not quite are. Intimacy myths, similar to general marriage myths, Mr. Cossack writes, myths about inti- intimacy and sex and marriage can also confuse spouses and cause them to incorrectly conclude they have a bad or loveless marriage. Here are a few areas where spouses may have a misunderstanding. Category number one is intimacy equals sex. Robert Cossack.
1: So so people use that term interchangeably, intimacy and sex, just like they use love for everything. I love Bluebell. I love you. I love the dog. You know, it, it kind of waters it down. If you get really down into the root of it, intimacy has a whole lot more involved. That's what we talk about, intimacy in this section. It, it's the emotional aspect. It's the bond. It's the closest. It's, it's a full package here, whereas sex is, sex is just the physical aspect of it. And you, you need to be careful on those two in saying, well, if we don't have that emotional strong bond, Uh, or we don't just have sex, then maybe our marriage is a a bust. Take those two apart and work on both of them. You work on the intimacy part of it, the emotional connection, bond, and growth and all of that, the things we just talked about above. second part, the physical part, will be really good. But if all you focus on is the physical part and use that as a barometer for your marriage, you're probably going to misread the health and well-being of your marriage.
0: Right, so intimacy myth one is intimacy equals, you know, the Marriage Mm -hmm. Act, as they to say in Catholic school. Uh number two is sex shouldn't ever be just physical.
1: Right, Mr. Yeah. Spass, so that's that's a myth. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Sometimes it is just physical. Sometimes you have that fast food scenario that we talked about many, many uh episodes ago. Uh so people seem to think that if we don't have the full package, if we're not emotionally connected, if I don't get warm, fuzzy feelings in my stomach every single time, or then we shouldn't just do it. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes you do things for your spouse that need to be done because they're your spouse, whether you're in the mood for it or not, and, and it's okay to do that sometimes. It's okay to say, I just need this need met, and you take care of that need. Other times, and it can't be every time. If that's every single time it'll be unhealthy, but if you if you do that sometimes, it's okay, and then you couple that with the intimacy part. We have this emotional connection. We have this long foreplay period or whatever it is that you talk about before you get to the physical aspect of it, a good healthy balance of those two is actually really good for a marriage. It doesn't need to be just one or the other.
0: Got it. And and the final part of uh, intimacy myths following marriage myths, all on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Number three is passion will never dwindle. Robert Kosick.
1: So most people think that, wow, when we first got married, this was fantastic. (laughs) Again, confusing, number one, right? They said, number one, confused. They say, we must have a really healthy marriage because we have a really healthy activity life. And then after the first year or so, kids come along, life starts happening, you're more tired at night, work's taking more out of you. and And that overall passion has kind of weaned off a little bit. Shouldn't go away. But it's normal for it to wean off a little bit. If you think that that's never going to change, then you've never been around people who have gotten older. (laughs) Things get a little bit more difficult. Uh, We talked a couple weeks ago how the the mindset never changes, and he'll always chase you. He'll always want you. As you get older, it gets a little more difficult to act on those thoughts. And so it can dwindle a little bit. It should never go away, ever go away. But it's not going to replicate that very first year. And they say that if you put a, a penny or a bean in a jar, every time the first year, and then take one out every time after that. You'll never empty the jar. I don't think that's, that's right. true. <laughs> you know, you and I can attest that that's probably not true. But, uh, it's one of those things where people say, well, this is what it was before, so something must have happened. Yeah, life happened, and it's okay if that happens. Just yeah. don't let it go completely away.
0: Hey, Amen. And, by the way, we were on a shoot last night and met a married couple. I married 63 years, Don awesome. and Pat, and they were so damn cute. And we were put, we, we rolled up, and we were bringing in our camera equipment and all the stuff. And I said, how are you doing? Can I borrow the show? Yes, sir, you can. And they were, like, sitting close to each other. And they introduced <laughs> each other. said, y'all married? Yeah. How many? You're 63. I'm like, and they, like, touched hands. And I'm like, oh, dang. Uh, and it, it yeah, warms your that. heart. And remember, Hollywood hates it. God ordains it. Uh, hold hands today, husbands and wives. This is why the segments become so popular. Uh, the glory of the sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage is right there on your front door. C- uh, hug your wife. Hug your husband. Wives, flash your husband. Husbands, join her in the soapy hot showers. It is good to go. Kick the tires and light the fires of marriage. Our good friend Robert <laughs> thank you for writing marriage uh, tip number 268. Bro, that's a lot. Bonaparte, yeah, Thank you. Thank you.
1: Have a hey, good
0: time. It's, <laughs> so, no, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, thank you for stopping by. Have a blessed, enjoyable three-day weekend, you and Kathy. And uh, I'll talk to you next Friday for our well-famous marriage talk segment.
1: Absolutely, sir. You have a blessed weekend. You got it. Thank you.
0: All right, America. You know what to do. Read it. It's on our social media, Sam Malone Show. We are back in a second. AM 1070, the answer.